So we finished off the last year talking about the difference between the way a soul energizes the body, where the body has some sense of independent reality other than the soul, versus the way Hashem energizes the world. The world is not independent. Why? Because the world itself is godliness as well. It's unlike the body, which isn't the soul. And therefore the verse has to caution, Viadata Hayom, you should know today and take it to heart that there's nothing else. Why does it have to say that? So that you should not suppose that the heavens with all his hosts and the earth with all that it holds are a distinct entity in their own right and that Hashem merely fills the entire universe. Which, by the way, most people who believe in God will say, yeah, God runs the world. But what they're implying is that there's a world and there's the God that runs it. So what is the world? Is it not godliness? So in their perception, yeah, it's like a, a soul that energizes a body. Says the Torah, no. It's not that he's merely imbuing the earth with the power of growth and or the orbits of celestial bodies with the force of motion. No. Because there is no resemblance whatsoever between the analogy of the soul and the body and the way Hashem energizes the world. Because the soul and body each have distinct origins. The origin of the body and its essence are not brought into existence by the soul. Rather, from the seed, in other words, the sperm and the egg of the father and mother. Even after conception, the body's growth is not exclusively derived from its soul, but through its mother's eating and drinking all nine months, and after that through its own eating and drinking. It's not fully living off the soul. It needs outside intervention. However, with the heavens and earth, whose entire being and essence were brought into existence from absolute nothingness and void exclusively through the word of Hashem, you cannot say that. For Hashem, creation does not constitute a new formation of existing matter. It's literally creating something from nothing. So even now, as we said in chapter 1, Hashem's word stands forever and perpetually flowing through them at every instant and constantly bringing them forth from nothingness into existence. So unlike the body that has its independent reality, the world is not independent. There's zero independence other than godliness. And therefore, heaven and earth are truly subsumed in the divine reality in relation to the word of God. And when we mean heaven and earth, I mean you and me, everything. Because the moment God's not creating us, we're nothing. So when he's creating us, there's not a moment where it's us and then he has to recreate us. Because the second it's us without his creation, we cease to exist. So constantly he is creating us. So in other words, constantly he is us. But he's using chesed and gvorah. He's holding back to conceal and hide the life force cursing through all these creations so that it appears as independent realities. But again, the constriction and concealment is only from the perspective of the world. But for the Holy One, everything before him is literally considered nothingness. The attribute of gvura does not, God forbid, conceal anything before Hashem, for it's not an independent reality. As we said, ki havaya hu elikim. Revelation and concealment are the exact same thing. If I may so now put in my own words, it's this chapter of Tanya, basically with the whole lead up to it, that if you fully digest this idea, if you meditate on this idea, because the intellectual part of the idea, you could listen to the shir a few times, you could check out chapter six of the Gate of Unity, read it, that's step one. But when you internalize it, when you meditate about this, when you, when you become one with this idea, 
It's the single most transformative idea of Jewish mysticism, and may I say the single most transformative idea at all. Because at the moment you realize that everything is godliness, you, you have a messianic perspective. What's messianic? What I mean messianic, I don't mean in the way people imply that word. When Mashiach comes, we will see the life force itself. We will not be fooled by the separation between spirituality and physicality. We will not be fooled by what our eyes see. When you meditate on these ideas, you then see the world through a Mashiach mindset, through a Geula mindset, through a revealed mindset. You don't get fooled anymore. How awesome is that? To not be fooled by a world that seems to tell us it's running independent of God. Because truth is, ain't. Od Milvado, there's nothing other than godliness.